0: Welcome to Nuts and Noteworthy, the podcast that dives deep into the realms of mental health and well-being. I'm your host, Rain, and today we're delving into a topic that touches us all, and that is forgiveness. But hey, not just any forgiveness. We're going to talk about when forgiveness becomes a burden. So my dear listeners, Get ready to explore the complexities of letting go as we embark on a journey to find inner peace, set boundaries, and navigate forgiveness in this digital age. Grab a cozy blanket, sit back, and let's dive right in. Before we go any further, I want you to do this activity
1: with me. I want you to imagine or picture this out in your mind. You've been
0: hurt by someone who is very close to you,
1: who is very dear to your heart. You've been so hurt and you've been so heartbroken that it inflicted deep cut wounds. Not just, you know,
0: um, not just like any deep cut wounds, but deep cut wounds
1: emotionally and mentally. And everyone around you is just telling you to, hey, just forgive and forget sounds easy for them yeah it's easier said than done but what if it's not that simple
0: what if forgiving becomes a heavy burden weighing you down with emotional and psychological complexities and that's what we're here to unpack today As a child of a broken family myself, I know firsthand how forgiveness can feel like an overwhelming task. You know, growing up, I see lots of struggles within the household that I grew up in. You know, my parents, um, most of the time they didn't have that good relationship and I witnessed a lot of things most especially,
1: I witnessed the fallout of their turbulent relationship. Another um, thing that it resulted in is, you know, but
0: because of that fallout, that ended up like the other, my, uh, one of the parents that I have, uh, you know, they just went away left me and my siblings behind and uh, knowing for a fact that in times like this it's usually the eldest child who suffers the intensity of everything because it's like it looks like this the eldest child is usually the second in command after the parents so when all of those happened and and everything's falling out in our family. I need to stand strong, stand firm for everyone, even if I'm already getting weak. And for that experience I have been through, I have this deep-seated anger and hatred towards the parent who left. And I've, carried that for so many years. For so many years, I've been dragging myself with all the pain and the memories that I have been through because of that fallout of relationship of of my parents. It was so hard. The wounds inflicted during those years, they left scars. They left scars that ran deep and forgiving became a complicated dance between you know longing for healing and protecting my own heart it was never easy i'm telling you it took me several years to be able to forgive to be able to you know accept that just that's just the way it is now all has been done that's the way it is it took me so many years before i was able to do that I was able to give the forgiveness after uh, how many years? I can't count. So I was able to forgive at the end. But but then again, during those times that I am not forgiving that parent
1: who left, um, some people uh, around us were like telling me, you know, they're
0: they're still your parent. Their blood still runs through your veins. You came from them. And no matter how you turn the world, turn it upside down, still the same thing. They're still your parent. You came from them. You can't change that. So why not just forgive and just forget? Start a clean slate, you know? Start a clean slate, start over again, reconnect, rekindle. Patch things up, like what I've said for those people. It's easier said than done, but no, we're in this world. I believe that we're in this world, and we process as different human beings. We function uh, differently. Our minds, you know, sometimes are in sync, but most of the time, nah, it doesn't goes along the way with each other. So, what may have worked for them for them to be able to give me that advice may not work for me, so, I did not accept that um that advice for so many years and until to this until this day, uh, I've been telling myself i uh, I will do it my own way i um, I'm not gonna listen to
1: anyone, but that's what happened so um, anyways, anymore, go going back for those people, my dear listeners, if you're going
0: through the same path like me, if you know, the same things that I've been through, or almost just resembling the things that I've been through, I want you to know that you're not alone if you're grappling with forgiveness. It's it's a journey, and we're all in this together and you don't have to force it it takes process it takes time to be able to forgive and you don't have have to rush it you don't have to listen to the outside forces out you know the outsiders who are telling you to just forgive and forget it's a journey you should take time So like what I've said, there are these outside forces, you know, outside forces who are pressuring pressuring you to forgive and move on quickly. You know, in this fast-paced society that we live in, they are all around. And we need to address these. Most especially for the youth like us, we are constantly bombarded with messages and instant gratification and you know superficial resolutions but like what i've said healing takes time and forgiveness is no exception so if you're struggling or you find yourself struggling with the weight of expectation remember that your journey is unique and it's okay to take the time you need and for those Uh, i would like to give an advice for those people who are you know kind of giving the idea of just forgive and forget you know forcing the idea of that to the person who was hurt i know for a fact that you guys just comes from a place of love you might be those persons those people
1: rather who are caught in between between the people who were hurt and the people who have hurt who caused the pain who are stuck in the middle, let me tell you
0: that it's okay to give an advice like that. It's okay to you know explain your side and you know kinda kinda give them the idea, the pros and cons about it. you know it's okay, but to force it to someone.
1: Who has been hurt? That should be a no-no because, for me, if you do that,
0: like just you do that and just uh, you tell them to just forgive and forget, start a clean slate, start with a clean slate, and start over again, patch everything up. Like what I've said, what might be working for you if you've gone through that, if it worked for you, it might not work for that person
1: you were giving the advice. You get what I mean? Um for me for me it's kinda invalidating if you if you
0: force that advice onto someone, that advice of forgive and forget. Now yeah, it's it will invalidate the pain and, and the hurt
1: that you know that person felt. And it's not okay. Everyone's feelings is valid. Most especially if that person went through trauma,
0: you know. You know, it's important to make their feelings valid. And not just force an idea which might have worked for you. And yeah, that's just it. Um, Just a simple advice for those people. Because I've dealt with some um during my during those years of mind searching for the forgiveness within me yeah you shouldn't be doing that guys (laughs) just uh friendly advice and i know you come from a place of love and it's good just keep on loving the person you know who was hurt and also the other side
1: who caused the pain or the hurt it's okay And
0: life's just like that. I know it sucks to be stuck in the middle, but yeah, just don't force the idea of forgive and forget. Now, as we continue this discussion about when forgiving becomes a burden, I know that one of the struggles we face is the notion of forgiving and forgetting. We have this constant question within ourselves that, you know, can you truly have forgiveness without forgetting? It's a question that lingers in our minds, right? But here's the thing. Forgiving doesn't mean wiping the slate clean and erasing all the memory. It's about finding a way to really release the grip that resentment has on our hearts, while still you know, learning from the past experiences. It's a delicate balance,
1: but one worth exploring. And once you have explored it, and you have
0: already found out how to balance everything, that leads you to inner peace but is it necessary to forgive and forget in order to find it well let me tell you this my friend actually the answer is you know that this may surprise you while forgiveness can certainly contribute to inner peace it's not only the path it's not the only path sometimes Finding peace means accepting that forgetting may not be possible. It means embracing our scars as a testament to our resilience and growth. And this is what exactly what happened to me when I gave my forgiveness. Like What those people who kept on giving me advice to just forgive and forget, I did not follow that. Like what I've said, what might have worked for one might not be work for another or might not be working for another. And for me, forgiveness
1: without forgetting, that's the path that worked for me. Because, you know, even if like I already already gave the forgiveness, it kind of let me
0: let me feel that I am free already from the baggage of that um of that you know that feeling that I've carried through the years uh, when I already forgave that parent who left on the other hand I chose not to forget when I chose not to forget it put me on this state of mind that I kept on um remembering those days when i should have you know been weak but i kept being strong it reminded me though of those days that you know if if someone was put into that situation not all can actually manage to do it but i was able to do so it's kind of a legacy for me that i was able to do it and i'm i'm still right here i'm still right here doing amazing things for me my my siblings and my husband and my current family you know it's kind of a big thing for me like looking back on those those pains and sufferings that i've been through during those times that that incident happened it it allowed me to
1: find peace even if i did not forget i did not forget about what happened yeah it's actually the way that i that i
0: found the strength in me so with me embracing my own scars that led to me being strong like this today and me being able to talk to you guys and share experiences it led to me not just you know it led to me to be be smart about my life decisions I've because of those moments that I did not forget I was able to set a standard for my life a standard for myself yeah and that's what we're going to talk about on the next part of this podcast episode Continuing on what I've said on um, the last part where I have shared to you, when I, when I did myself a big favor of not forgetting what happened, that allowed me to gain strength and find the positive or the good side of all the things that happened and not just that it allowed me to be smart and set standards for my life and with that that gave me
1: that gave me the strength to set boundaries that gave me the strength to protect
0: myself and also the loved ones who were left with me actually Guys, I know for a fact that some people out there might not be okay with this idea, setting boundaries, most especially when you're family. Yeah, but like for for example, here, oh, for a Filipino family who has like intact family setup, you know, we have this um, family oriented idea, you know. Oh, here in the Philippines, so having boundaries like this, setting boundaries might not be okay with some. But for me, this this actually worked. Of all the things that happened in my life, and also for my siblings, um, it's a means of protecting what was left for us. Setting boundaries became a crucial part of our well being. When forgiveness doesn't mean Well, forgiveness doesn't mean allowing yourself to be a doormat. Even if you already gave the forgiveness, it doesn't mean that you should just be okay of, you know, just being okay to rekindle, reconnect, do the same things over and over again. You know, that person who did that thing to you, you know, you, you would allow them to do that again to you no it's not like that forgiveness doesn't mean you will be allowing
1: to be to be treated that to to be treated badly like that and by setting
0: boundaries it's, it's actually a form of self care it's a form of self care and it means you recognize your worth and you protect yourself from further harm it only means that you've matured enough and all all of the things that you've been through it means that you are already understanding that you can extend forgiveness without reconciling or subjecting yourself to toxic relationships and that is the path that worked for me again like what i'm saying in the earlier parts of this podcast episode you know it's okay to forgive It's okay to forgive, give the forgiveness, and it's also okay to not forget and set boundaries. For those people who are okay with just forgiving and forgetting, that's okay as well. You know, um, that might work for them, but for some people, that's not actually the setup that is okay for them. That might not work for them. And for me and my siblings, what worked for us is just giving the forgiveness just give the forgiveness but not forget what happened and that allowed us you know to see how far we've grown and how how strong we are and also that allowed us to set boundaries set standards for a way of living right now Right, so I know how heavy the first part of this podcast episode is so now let's go to the good stuff I will be sharing some life hacks and tips to you know help you on your forgiveness journey these are just some life hacks and tips which were given to me by you know by some good friends some yeah, you know, some you know um not, not just some okay my life coach and also my you know, from time to time my therapist like that yeah those people those wonderful people and also some of my wonderful family right now from the samuelson's family they helped me a lot in this uh journey of mine so yeah i would like to give them a credit for that I love you so much, guys. But yeah, these are just some of the life hacks and tips that I've learned from them. And I will be sharing them to you. First of the list is self-reflection. Self-reflection is actually key. You should take the time to understand your personal triggers and what sets off those emotional landmines one advice that i can give to you for you to be able to have a good self-reflection is to grab a pen and paper and i want you to write down whenever you are in that heightened emotion you know you know after maybe you got into an argument with a person you know after that grab a pen and paper write it down actually a journal a journal will definitely be a great thing to have write down what happened you know from the very start what you thought like what triggered you write it down what happened and then when you calm down or the next days you know look back onto what you you wrote down into your journal and you realize hey this is what triggered me and this is what set me off. And that will allow you to search for solutions on how you can avoid being triggered. So yeah, self-reflection. Use a journal. That's a good thing to use if you would like to self-reflect. So next to that, we have therapy. This um, one um this actually ha is helping me a lot up to this day i know i have uh sometimes that i skip my therapies yeah because i was so busy but i have weekly sessions with my life coach and i kind of um treat that as te- therapy as well but yeah whenever i go to therapy it allows me to have a safe space to explore my feelings and gain insights from a trained professional. So it allowed me to, uh-oh, all those things that I wrote down in my journal, whenever I tell them to my life coach or my therapist, you know, they will be able, they are able to help me identify what my triggers are, what happened. How can I solve them? How can I, you know, how can I avoid them? Yeah. Therapy sessions, those are very, very good for your mental well-being, most especially when you're struggling with things like this. Like, you know, um, you know, your forgiveness journey in therapies can definitely help a lot. So next to that, we have Cultivating empathy and understanding is also another powerful tool in our forgiveness arsenal. When we can put ourselves in someone else's shoes and try to understand their perspective, it becomes easier to forgive, you know, that person. It's, it becomes easier to find forgiveness in our hearts. And, and... This actually happened to me, and during one of my sessions, I think when was that? I can't remember oh, I can't remember what what exactly that is, but this is one of the topics with my life coach and then it allowed me to you know put myself into the shoe of my parent who left, and I did my best to understand what happened, why did they do it you know i just focused on the side which might explain why they did it i put myself into their shoes and that allowed me to you know
1: become become more um not more um become a little bit enlightened on what happened
0: and it became easier for me to accept the forgiveness when she no when when it, when it was asked to me again, you know, the forgiveness. Yeah, it allowed me to open up my heart a little bit and give that forgiveness. And then with that little opening, it allowed to, you know, let go, release the feelings of all the heavy pain, grief, and suffering I felt through those years that I've dragged with me everywhere I went. So, yeah. Also after that after cultivating empathy and understanding we also have and we should not we should not forget about this the power of mindfulness and meditation techniques these practices can you know guide us through the process of letting go freeing us from the burden of resentment yeah that worked for me i still do that from time to time i actually have a an app in my phone and it's called it this is not uh this is not uh what you call this what you call that promotional thingy this is not a promotional thingy huh but 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 i love this application it's called evolve Mm -hmm. it helps me to practice the um the power of mindfulness and also have some meditation techniques there. They have lots of it in there. It's just like one hundred pesos per month subscription. you know it also helps me sometimes when i I have trouble sleeping. yeah, I listen to that and do some breathing exercises and then it will allow me to sleep. yep, it's it's a very, very good application. You should try it. It's called Evolve and it's in Google Play Store. I don't know what. Apple. <laughs> I'm not sure, but you can try. It's called Evolve. It's a good one. It's just 100 pesos per month subscription. All right. So, yeah, those are the life hacks and tips which worked for me, which you can also try. You know, it's worth giving a try and you will not lose anything. yeah <laughs> You know, just, just try, just give it a try. Remember, my dear listeners, forgiveness is a journey, not a destination. It takes time, patience, and self-compassion. Some days will be harder than others, and that's okay. Healing is not a linear path. Always allow yourself the space and grace to heal at your own pace. as we wrap up today's episode i want to leave you with a sweet coatable coat to carry with you on your forgiveness journey it goes forgiveness is not a sign of weakness it's a testament to your strengths letting go of the past allows you to make room for a brighter future again Thank you for joining me on this adventure through the complexities of letting go. Remember, forgiveness is a personal journey, and you have the power to find your own path to inner peace. Stay tuned for more captivating conversations here in Nuts and Noteworthy, where we tackle the nuts and bolts of mental health and well-being. Until next time, my dear listeners, take care of yourself and each other.